Greetings, survivors, and welcome to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, and it's day 787 of our broadcast. We're all really glad to be back in the station and back on the air. While we never really doubted that we'd be back, we did have some trepidation about the state of things here. We're glad that our building survived the passing through of the Medusa Horde. And it's just the rebuilding of the fence that we really have to worry about, which is what Max and Dr. Clark are doing at the moment. We're going to need a lot more parts to make it as secure as it used to be, but they're doing what they can for the moment. It's better than nothing, right? (laughs) Today, as we continue to catch people up on what happened during the Medusa invasion, I wanted to tell you listeners a little about what it was like spending a week out at the lighthouse. For those of you who aren't familiar with it, Gipstein's Lighthouse is about a mile offshore, perched on a man-made island. It was built in 1909 and has been in operation ever since. It's a beautiful three-story red brick building in French colonial style. As far as lighthouses go, it's actually pretty big, with a total of 11 rooms. Because it was built to withstand the worst storms, the walls are thick, so those rooms are relatively small. It's an excellent amount of space for Jennifer, her mom, and her two kids, but it did feel a little cramped adding three more full-sized people, especially when it came to gathering for meals in the tiny kitchen. For most of its history, the lighthouse was manned by three or four keepers at a time, so seven people was just a little bit more than was really comfortable. Plus a cat, Mercutio. For the first time in two years, I was sleeping in a room by myself. That was different. I'm not sure what I was expecting, but the experience was interesting. Here at the station, the three of us are all sleeping in the same room that we've portioned off into our own individual living spaces. At the lighthouse, I was on the second floor in a small bedroom in the northeast corner. I saw the sunrise over the water in a way that we don't see it from the station. It was beautiful. The mornings were my alone time when we were out there, when I could be by myself and read or journal. I hardly slept the first night. I think it was a combination of being in a new place with its unique sounds and the anxiety with arrival of Medusa. I could hear the ocean louder than I'm used to. The lighthouse creaks and groans in its own ways very differently than our station building. We stayed up late playing board games that first night, and then, like I said, I hardly slept, so I was a bit useless on the second day. That second night, sleep came to me, and I was much better rested by the third day. By the end of the week, I was sleeping as soundly out there as I do here. And then we came back, and I had to readjust to sleeping here. In our time out at the lighthouse, we played a lot of board games and card games because all of us could do those things together. It was actually really fun most of the time. I read books with Franny a lot, too. That child is growing up with a love of reading just like I did, and it warms my heart. And we did a lot of fishing with Josh. He's quite the angler. He has all kinds of lures that he's made that target specific kinds of fish, 
He knows where, when, and how to target specific things. I was blown away by his knowledge and skills. And he's a good teacher, too. I was catching stuff better than I ever have before with his guidance. We did all of our meals together while we were out there. We had to take turns cooking, as not all of us could be in the tiny kitchen all at the same time. But I really appreciated that we all gathered together to eat. We were living in pretty close quarters, but we were intentional about being a community, a family, together for meals. We brought a lot of supplies with us, like food from our garden and such, but they have some things that we don't, and a proper kitchen to cook in. Their collection of spices and seasonings is impressive. They have been collecting those things much more intentionally than we have, and it's definitely paid off in the flavors they add to their food. I'm going to start an herb section in our garden here like they have in their raised beds out there. And my cat. Well, Mercutio is their cat, really, but he used to be mine. He still is a little. I just love him. He's cute. And playful and even knows his own name. He slept on my bed one of the nights we were there. It was so sweet. I would love to be able to have a pet here at the station, but we've been through that already. That's why they have him out at the lighthouse. So we had a fun and different week out there. Like I said, we are glad to be back. We owe Jennifer and her family for putting us up and I hope we'll get a chance to repay their love and hospitality. If anyone has stories about how they survived Medusa and what changes it brought your survival, please send us your stories. Things are different now. Not all areas survived with the minimal damage we saw here, so we'll be bringing you stories and updates as we get them. Until tomorrow, I'm Agnes Drew with Mercury, a broadcast of hope. Take care of each other.